Greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Rob Hames. This program is called 15 Minutes with Jesus. Today's message is the preeminence. Let's turn to Colossians chapter 1, verse 9. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Notice it's called the kingdom of his dear Son. He is the King, who is the image, verse 15, of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell, and having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. Verse 18, And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. The preeminence belongs to no one else but Jesus Christ our Lord. Let's turn to the third epistle of John, chapter 1, verse 9. I wrote to the church, but Diotrephes, who loveth to have the preeminence among them, receiveth us not. Wherefore, if I come, I will remember his deeds which he doeth, prating against us with malicious words, and not content therewith, neither doth he himself receive the brethren, and forbiddeth them that would, and casteth them out of the church. Beloved, follow not that which is evil, but that which is good. He that doeth good is of God, but he that doeth evil hath not seen God. The Apostle John said in these verses that for a man to seek the preeminence is evil. As we said in verse 18 of Colossians 1, Jesus is the head, and the head has the preeminence in the body. Let's turn to John chapter 13, verse 3. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he was come from God and went to God, he riseth from supper and laid aside his garments, and took a towel and girded himself. After that he poureth water into a basin, and began to wash the disciples' feet, and to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was girded. Then cometh he to Simon Peter, and Peter saith unto him, 
Lord, dost thou wash my feet? Jesus answered and said unto him, What I do thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. Peter saith unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. Simon Peter saith unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus saith to him, He that is washed needeth not save to wash his feet, but is clean every whit, and you are clean, but not all. For he knew who should betray him, therefore he said, You are not all clean. So after he had washed their feet, and had taken his garments, and was set down again, he said unto them, Know ye what I have done to you? You call me Master and Lord, and you say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example, that you should do as I have done to you. Verily, verily, I say unto you, The servant is not greater than his Lord, neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him. We are called to be servants. Jesus took upon him the form of a servant, and he has called us to do the same. We are not called to dominate and to control and to rule over one another. Jesus said in John chapter 7, verse 18, He that speaketh of himself seeketh his own glory. But he that seeketh his glory that sent him, the same is true, and no unrighteousness is in him. Whose glory are you seeking? Are you seeking your own glory? Or are you truly seeking to glorify God? He that seeketh his glory that sent him, the same is true, and no unrighteousness is in him. Diotrephes sought his own glory. He loved the preeminence among the disciples. And he dominated, he controlled, he manipulated. Why? Because he did not have the authority. Because he was in disobedience. He was after the glory for himself. He was not true. But a person that's true, even in this scripture in Third John 1.9, we see that John said that he would deal with Diotrephes when he came. John had authority to deal with that man. John had authority, and he was obedient to the Lord. He loved the Lord. He served the Lord. He sought to glorify the Lord. And so he kept that authority that God gave him to be an apostle. When a person tries to go beyond what God has given them, they lose that authority, and so they fall into witchcraft, domination, control, to try to rule in that position. A true man of God is a servant of God and seeks only to glorify him. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 11, If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Who do you love? Do you love God, or do you love yourself? Are you seeking the honor of God, or are you seeking your own honor? Are you seeking the honor of men? Jesus said, How can you believe if you seek the honor one from another and not the honor that only God gives? John chapter 16, verse 13 and 14. Howbeit, when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself. But whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. 
and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. So when you're sent by God, you will be led by the Holy Spirit, and you will speak the things that he gives you to speak, and you'll be seeking his glory of the one that sent you. His name is Jesus, and the Holy Spirit will be leading you to glorify him according to this verse. These are the words of Jesus. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. So the Lord sends a person and he gives them ability. He gives them gifts. Not everyone has the same gifts, the gifts of healing, word of knowledge, prophecy, tongues, interpretation, different gifts of the Holy Spirit are given to different people for different purposes. We need to be happy and thankful for the gifts that he's given us and serve him and seek to glorify him and love him, seek to edify the church. All the gifts that God has given are for that purpose, to glorify God and to edify the body of Christ, to build up the body of Christ. The Holy Spirit will always lead us to glorify Jesus, never a man. Mark 9, verse 33. And he came to Capernaum, and being in the house, he asked them, What was it that you disputed among yourselves by the way? But they held their peace, for by the way they had disputed among themselves who should be the greatest. And he sat down and called the twelve and said unto them, If any man desire to be first, the same shall be last of all, and servant of all. And he took a child and set him in the midst of them. And when he had taken him in his arms, he said unto them, That's just such a beautiful picture. That's our Jesus. He took that child and he took him in his arms. And he said unto them, Whosoever shall receive one of such children in my name receiveth me. And whosoever shall receive me receiveth not me, but him that sent me. I'm reminded of 1 Corinthians 13, where the Apostle Paul talked about, Though I have faith to remove mountains and have not love, it profits me nothing. Whatever we're doing, if we don't have love, it's worthless. So all of this, the key to all of this is love. Love God. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Not loving yourself, loving your own pleasure, seeking your own glory, but loving God and loving the body of Christ, loving his people, and seeking to edify them. And you can only do that. If you know God, you know that you can't do anything. Jesus said we can't do anything without him. So we see here what Jesus said in verse 35, If any man desire to be first, the same shall be last of all and servant of all. And of course that agrees with what the example that Jesus gave in John 13, where he washed the disciples' feet. Jesus said, I didn't come but as a servant. He came to serve us. He gave himself for us. Because he gave himself unto the death of the cross. The Father exalted him. He didn't exalt himself. The Father exalted him. And the Father has set Jesus as the head of the church. He's also made him the king of Israel. He's also made him the savior of the world. He's also given him a name above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee bows, every tongue confesses that he is Lord. No one is above him. Anyone who seeks to take his place Anyone who seeks to take the honor that belongs only to Jesus is a thief 
and a liar, and you will be judged severely. I speak to you false prophets who seek the preeminence that belongs only to Jesus. You will be judged. You must repent of your evil ways and humble yourself and be willing to clean toilets or whatever God would have you do and stop seeking to be something you're not. If you do that, you don't have authority. God has a real purpose for your life. And if you obey and be faithful in that purpose, you will have his authority. The authority of God will continue. You'll be able to minister, to edify people. But he will get the glory. You will be seeking to glorify him. And you will edify others, truly edify them. We need to understand that it was pride that led Satan to become like God, to desire to be like God, and to be lifted up in his own heart, and that brought about his fall. It's the same thing with us. It's only pride and wickedness that would lead us to try to be something we're not, and it will bring about our fall. Any man who seeks the preeminence forfeits the God-given authority of his gift, so he falls into witchcraft, domination and control, not God's authority. And that brings destruction upon himself and upon the people. So be content to fulfill your true calling, to be a servant, and you will have authority to accomplish God's purpose as you continue loving him and obeying him. The purpose of your gift is to glorify the Lord and the Father and to edify the body of Christ. Isaiah 9 verse 6 For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Your name, your name shall be Prince.